This is Lloyd Spiegel. Uh, I'm an Australian blues musician, and I'll uh, I'll play a little blues thing here. This is uh, a Brandon McGee tune called uh, "Life Is a Gamble." Brandon was a huge influence on my life, and I got to spend some time with him before he passed. And so this is a staple of my gigs to remind me of uh, where I came from. Bet on the horses and they would not go I'm not gonna give up, I'm gonna try it again If you keep on betting, someday I've got to win Life is a gamble, come rain or shine You keep on betting then you're, you're bound to win some Take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Send your child to school, but you won't make him think. You might dig that pit for somebody else, but you're the one to fall right in that hole yourself. Life is a gamble, come rain or shine. If you keep on betting, then you're you're bound to win sometime comes a walking back steps to my door here's what she said please forgive me baby for just walking away life is a gamble come rain or shine keep on better than you're you're bound to win you keep on better than you're you're bound to win you keep on better than you're you're bound to win sometime. That's Lloyd Spiegel with a live version of Life is a Gamble, especially for Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. Lloyd Spiegel is an Australian acoustic blues guitarist. He's actually been performing for over 30 years, but as he's sitting in the room with me just now, I maybe shouldn't have mentioned that, but he's a fantastic performer to watch. I just love watching his fingers move up and down uh, on the fretboard. It's just really, really beautiful. Uh, it's great to have you join us today, Lloyd. I, I'm thrilled to be here. It's uh, It's been a bit of a whirlwind trip thus far, and, and 
these conferences are fabulous because you get to bump into all these people that you read about and see online and uh and all of a sudden it's real it's like the internet comes to life here yeah which i love and uh and you know just just being able to to mix it with some of the finest acoustic musicians on the planet um i can't complain so making music for 30 years in in your home country but you've been coming to canada a few years now haven't you yeah i think this is my fourth uh, tour in, into Canada and I'm going to a lot of new places each time I come uh, you know if I went and saw all of Canada at once and toured all of Canada at once my kids would forget what I look like so I, I do it one month at a time and uh, and I've committed to coming a couple of times a year now for the next few years I I, I found I feel like I found my people here uh, and, and that sounds like a cliche that I would say everywhere but the, the truth is that I found a place that had a real uh, understanding of blues music but also what I've always believed is that blues music blends into folk music and every other acoustic genre, and uh, and and Canada does it better than anywhere. Uh, so you know the storytelling, the the comedy in the show, and the fact that Canadians and Australians both have this ability to lean into their own cliches and not take uh, themselves too seriously. I, I think that you know everything I do sort of ticked every box uh, when it came to Canada, and and the first time I came, I went right. This is this is something I want to commit to. Well, you know, the the thing is that there does seem to be a, a real connection between Canadians and Australians, and I don't know if it's because they don't take themselves that seriously. And that's you know. right. They, well, they like to make a little fun of themselves. Yeah, and 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 Australians are good at that too. And you know, and and you know, it's it's a friendly place. It's beautiful. It's it's everything you could want from touring. If you're going to spend your life in hotels and airports, you every every moment outside of those hotels and airports should be in somewhere beautiful and friendly. So let's uh, talk about the music. You're going to play some live songs with us. We've already mm-hmm. had one today because you have an official showcase at Folk Music Ontario this evening. Yes. Uh, you played your version of Brownie McGee's Life as a Gamble. Mm. Um, and I think I heard you mention when you were coming in that that's a, a song that you um, what played since you were a kid. Yeah, one of the very first uh, things I ever did live was play... Uh, at, a, at a under 15's talent quest, I would have been nine years old, and uh, and I played three Brandy McGee songs because Brandy McGee was the Beatles to me. He was he was my ultimate rock star, and uh, and so I, I started playing that. It's become a staple of my shows. It's either that or Walk On will be performed in in every one of my shows. Partly as a, as a reminder of of where I came from in music, you know that uh, I grew up destroying my father's Brandy McGee record collection and putting scratches in them because I'd sneak home from school at, at lunch and as a six or seven year old and put these records on and uh, and Brownie was the reason I ended up in the US. He invited me over to, to play with him and uh, so so many um, pinnacle moments, pivotal moments in my life have have come through Brandy McGee. So tell us a little bit about your career. I mean, mm. when did you first make an album? Uh, I was thirteen the first time I did an album. I, oh, you I, were thirteen. Yeah. Well, wow. I started. I started. See, you got to understand that, that that I think that if any child is introduced to blues music, they're going to fall in love with it. And for me, my father was the founder of one of the founders of the Melbourne Blues Appreciation Society. So every blues musician in Melbourne would come by the house every weekend. We'd be out at blues gigs. I didn't know there was any other kind of music. I thought that's what everybody was listening to. And so, you know, by eight years old, I was well and truly indoctrinated into the blues world. Uh, by, by 10, I was going out to the blues jams. And then around 11, I started getting paid to play music. Um, and then, you know, when I was 13, I put, I found some other kids who were kind of into blues music. And, uh, and we put a little band together and recorded an album. And it was a wonderful experience. 
because my father basically handed us a check to make a record and walked away. Didn't have anything else to do with it. We got to pick everything and design it and record it and, and just have that experience in the music business. And, um, and pretty much ever since then, I've been on the road. You know, I, I, my parents were big travelers and, and it was made clear to me that this was a, a currency that's accepted everywhere. And my guitar is a hell of a passport. So I've, I've really gone about seeing the planet and, and none of my, none of my highlights in, in my career are musical. They're always about people and places and, and an experience that I've gotten out of simply playing the guitar. The amount of times I've sat back and thought, oh, the other day it was a classic example. I was in the Rocky Mountains and I was at Lake Louise, you know, after 30 years on the road, still seeing things that completely blow my mind and sitting there and, and said out loud to myself, all I did was play the guitar. Um, you know, I, I think that's, uh, hopefully it's a healthy way to look at, at music. And I've been fortunate enough to, 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 to take my show to uh, 15 countries around the world and um, whether it's a thousand people in your audience or 10, I seem to just have a real passion for um, playing for, pe- for people who've never seen me before, expanding my audience and, and, and making people smile. Has it always been acoustic blues? Did you ever do electric blues as well? Yeah, I mean, I, like any teenage teenage guitarist, I, I, I dabbled in electric blues guitar playing. Uh, and, and, and look, I, I do it a couple of times a year now for fun. I, I must admit, I'm, I'm an okay electric blues player. Uh, I'm just another one. I'm not doing anything different. And I think that the ultimate goal, in, in especially in a genre like blues, where you're always trying to balance between paying tradition, paying respect to the traditions of the music and still trying to find your own place in a music that's very old uh, and, and create something new from it, uh, you want to have a link in, in the evolution uh, of that genre. And so with the acoustic, I feel like I'm bringing something different to the table. Uh, so that's the path that I chose, and and uh, every time I lift an amplifier, I uh, I confirm that I made the smart decision. With the the acoustic blues, I mean, you know, we this is a kind of a preamble for yeah. anyone listening. But uh, I know you know you were in Calgary today. You you know rushing across to Ontario for yes. Folk Music Ontario for your showcase tonight. You have that whole drama with the airlines and yeah. how well they look after your musical instruments. I guess you know you you guitar you play must you know must be um, hugely important to you. Oh, I, I just want to give you a chance to talk about the the guitar you you use. Sure. Look, look. The, I'm actually uh, I've been working for twenty years uh, with with Cole Clark Guitars. It's a major Australian brand of guitar, and uh, they've been amazing to me in that. You know that they've they've really used me as the blueprint for everything that they've they've made, and so the designs of the guitar they're built for the road. Uh, I need something strong. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to be a little aggressive. I, I'm a fast player, so I need I need a certain kind of neck. And you know, I used to think that I just had good nights and bad nights, but the truth is that you know guitars shift and move. And and I've I've been really lucky to to come across a company who really it was an organic thing. They were looking for the same sound that I was looking for. So we joined forces to find it. Um, and I have a signature model with the company, which means that I get to go on stage every night with a guitar that was quite literally built to do exactly what I do. Uh, and that is a, a huge bonus, especially as I get older. You know, the, the older I get and the more young musicians coming up through the ranks who have um, who have sort of learned to do the thing that I do, I, I kind of need every edge I can get <laughs> these days. You know, it's a funny thing in the blues world. I mean, the, the folk world is so friendly and everybody wants you to do well. 
and everybody appreciates the the differences in each other's music. Whereas the blues scene, my goodness, you, you can mentor these kids and um, and help them out and then get them on stage and they'll just try and murder you. It's, it's, it's part of the joy. You know the, the wonderful thing that folk festivals do where they put five musicians on stage at once and they have this sort of in-the-round session where everybody listens to each other's songs. I've done several of those at folk festivals. And I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. If you tried that at a blues festival, it would be a two-and-a-half-hour guitar solo, and that would be about it. Uh, so, like, look, I, 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 with the guitar company, I... You know, I need something robust, strong, tough. It's going to hit the road. And, um, and you know, much like an old car, uh, there's really only three or four things that can go wrong with it. And I can probably fix it with whatever I'm wearing at the time. <laughs> we only have you a, for a short time. You've already played one live song for us. I'd love you to play something from Cut and Run, mm. which is your latest album live yes. for us uh what would you like to play well you know i've i've been appearing on blues shows uh all over the world and and they want to hear the straight blues stuff and that's fair enough but there's tra- the last track on the album is called old wounds and it was just purely written in a moment uh where i had a panic attack and uh i was in the studio and my my engineer wouldn't let me record for the day uh and so i just sat in the corner and i wrote this song and uh we recorded it in one take and I've been really enjoying the, um, I suppose you could call it the interlude uh, in, in the show. It, it kind of, I've been performing it in the concerts right between some really fierce guitar work. And uh, it's been lovely to have this little palate cleanser. Let's listen to that just now. This is Lloyd Spiegel with a live version of Old Wounds, which you can find on his great new album, Cut and Run. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. Here we go. This is uh, from my Cut and Run album. There's a last song written for it. It's called uh, Old Wounds. It's only a short little ditty, but uh, I spend most of my time on blues radio where they won't play this one, so... Make no secret I stole these things 
And all I'm keeping now I've confessed Old wounds and promises Maybe I've come under fire Or maybe I'm lost Maybe I'm caught on the wires I've crossed You get no answer from the bleeding heart Your mind and body feel worlds apart There's no sense cleaning up the mess I've made Old wounds, they never fade Old That's Lloyd Spiegel with a live version of Old Wounds, live at Folk Music Ontario for Folk Roots Radio. Now, Old Wounds is on his latest album, album number 10, entitled uh, Cut and Run. Mm. Uh, tell us a little bit about the making of this album. You know, it's, it's been a funny experience. The last three years, I've released three albums. I've never done that before. And uh, I've been writing one album while I've been touring the previous record. And so you, you find yourself subconsciously uh, talking to the previous record and, and the person you were when you were making that album. And uh, through Backroads uh, and, and This Time Tomorrow, those two records were written and, and recorded at a time when I was at my professional peak, uh, but at my personal lowest. And so I kind of had, there's a real uh, sort of bipolar kind of sound to those records. And, and cut and run, it wasn't until I finished writing it that I realized I was uh, sort of through that part in my life. And there's something more positive about the record. There is, there is obviously things that are, uh, there's a little sadness in the album, because, but I'm, this, it's sadness from farewelling something rather than, than being in that moment. Uh, and I hopefully, I, I've tried to make it a little motivational. Uh, I know that a lot of my fans are young musicians, and, and so I've tried to, make an open discussion about what it's like being a person in the industry who's been swept up into it and, and becomes uh, somewhat engulfed in, uh, in the ups and downs of the traveling musician life. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a guide for better living, hopefully. It's a great album. I'm certainly really pleased that you're over here uh, playing it. And I think you're on tour, what, for three weeks in Canada? Yeah, three weeks on this trip. And, uh, Oh man, I've been worked hard. Uh, my my agent slash road manager slash driver slash friend slash merch person Sarah is uh, is the only person in Canada currently working harder than me, and uh, she she's really got me working. And we're up in the morning for for morning television, and uh, and that that's always hard because they're also they're in such a fabulous mood, and you're not. You've been working since three a.m. and uh, there's a lot been a lot of driving. You've got to be mad to either tour Canada or Australia. You know, just long, long drives, which gives a man a lot of time to think, and that's not always a good thing. But uh, it's always worth it for the crowds. The, the crowds here are fantastic, and I'm having a ball. And I'm already committed to coming back in April and July next year. So there'll be two trips. So uh, you're not getting rid of me that easy. 
No, that's wonderful. You know, one of the albums that I absolutely loved is the Double Live album. Mm. I mean, that is a really great introduction to your music. It is, and and still the bestseller on on tour, especially in places where I'm not known. Uh, it is an introduction to what I do. It was a marker for me that album. It was my 25th anniversary concert. And I wanted to do one track from each year of my career uh, and put them on a recording. For me, it's a memory because the the night itself was so special in this beautiful tent in Melbourne, uh, in my hometown. And so many people came out of the woodwork that I hadn't seen in years who just really wanted to be a part of that moment. Um, and, you know, you, you pull the biggest crowd you've ever pulled in your hometown and you think you would come off with a huge ego. But I, I actually came off in tears, uh, just so touched that, that so many people wanted to be part of it. And, uh, and yeah, it, it stays in print and probably will for a very long time because... You know, I'm, I'm a performer. Making albums is a thing I need to do to, to, to continue performing. But uh, in general, I, I am I am an entertainer to the point that even when I'm recording studio albums, I actually bring fans to the studio to watch because I feel like I need someone to play for. Uh, so the Double Live album is a really special thing for me and every single song on it means something. Well, I'm hoping that before we let you go today, I know you have to get ready for your official showcase. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll play something from that for us we would absolutely love that i want to let people know that if they want to learn more about the music of lloyd spiegel go to lloydspiegel.com that is the place for all the information so we're going to get another track from you live from the double live album what are you going to play look i'll do mississippi sun this is i don't think there's been a show in the last 10 years i haven't i haven't played uh mississippi sun uh i spent about two months uh in clarksdale mississippi really really soaking up uh, the atmosphere there and uh, and wrote this on my last day there. And, you know, the cliche of the blues musician sitting by the Mississippi writing the blues song, well, I got to do that. And it's a cliche because it truly is an inspiring place to be. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's it's the for the guitar heads out there, it's the only thing I play all night in alternate tuning. And it drives me insane to have to, have to retune my guitar, but it's, it's well worth it for the song. Let's listen to that just now. This is Lloyd Spiegel with a live version of Mississippi Sun, which you can find on the fabulous double album, which is Double Live. Lloyd Spiegel for Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. And thanks again for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Well, this last song I've got to uh, retune for. It's uh, Mississippi Sun. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite songs to play live even though I hate tuning my guitar. Uh, Lucky it's blues and not rocket science. Alright, I've killed a lot of people by now.
sets me down to rest And my lover lays my head upon her breast My lover shines on from above But my lover will never be, will never be my love My family gave all they had to give And my family is leaving me to live My family can't run from the past And my family is dim and fading Mississippi beneath the blazing sky the Mississippi sun is on the rise Mississippi is shining like they say and Mississippi I'll return to her return to her someday <laughs>